This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 61 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 16th of September, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we're going to get a last grasp of summer here over the next seven days in our forecast. Sunny skies today will have a high close to 90. If you're heading out to watch Moralton High School football tonight at Devil Dog Stadium as Moralton faces Joe T. Robinson, expect a temperature of 81 degrees at kickoff, and the temperature will drop almost 10 degrees before the game ends. Overnight, our low 63. Sunny on Saturday, a high of 90. Saturday night's low, 68. Sunday, sunshine and 92. Sunday night, clear and 69. Monday, a high of 95 with sunny skies. And then Tuesday through Thursday, the rest of our seven-day outlook, we'll have sunny skies and highs in the upper 90s. Right now, fair and 61 at the KVOM studios, and let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day. It's Chris Wilcutt of the Moralton Police Department. Obituaries this morning. Larry Jean Cato, age 66 of Fort Smith, died on Wednesday, September 7th. He is survived by his children's mother, Shirley Cato of Moralton, son Ramsey Cato of Moralton, stepson Maurice Jeffers of Missouri, one brother, an uncle, five grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, relatives, and friends. Graveside service for Larry Jean Cato will be held Saturday, September 17th, 2.30 p.m. at Mount Zion Cemetery in Moralton. Visitation will be today, 3 to 6 p.m., at the funeral home, arrangements by Larry G. Ackland Funeral Home of Moralton. Katrina Deanne West Fleetwood, age 40 of Plainview, died on Wednesday, September 7th. Memorial service will be Saturday, September 17th, 2 p.m. at Corinth Landmark Missionary Baptist Church with Paul Brixey officiating. Potluck lunch will be prior to the service, arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Catherine Ann Sieben Morgan Pinter, age 96, died Thursday, September 15th. She graduated from St. Joseph High School in Conway in 1943, married Ben Pinter in 1949, and moved to the Pinter family farm in Moralton. In 1973, the Pinter family was named Farm Family of the Year for Conway County, and she and Ben were selected as 1987 honorary parents at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton for 73 years, serving as a member of the choir, the altar society, and the funeral meal committee. The Pinters provided support for the Sacred Heart RCIA program and parish seminarians. Catherine and Ben also served as a field advocate for the marriage tribunal of the Little Rock Diocese. She was a faithful oblate of St. Benedict for over 60 years, and her community service included the St. Vincent de Paul Society, board member and volunteer for the Conway County Care Center, and participant in Church Women United. She was an avid gardener and an officer in the Pettyjean Garden Club. She and Ben are survived by 15 children, Janie Ussery of Moralton, Paul Pinter of Moralton, Steve Pinter of Little Rock, Jerry Pinter of Moralton, Mary Hard of Alabama, Teresa Mallett of Conway, Mike Pinter of Tennessee, Nita Moix of Rogers, Ann Basco of Little Rock, Tim Pinter of Little Rock, Ben Penner of Fayetteville, Frank Penner of Fayetteville, Ed Penner of North Little Rock, Christina Flake of Conway, 
and Patrick Penner of Fort Smith, as well as 38 grandchildren, 30 great-grandchildren, and six siblings, among others. The Penner family extends gratitude to Rebecca Dean for her years of care and support, along with other personal caregivers and hospice home care. Rosary for Catherine and Seben Morgan Pinter will be Sunday, September 18th, 6 p.m., followed by family visitation from 6.30 to 8 at the Harris Chapel. Funeral Mass will be Monday, September 19th at 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris, Father Joe Friend, and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made to the Sacred Heart Church Capital Campaign at 506 East Broadway in Moralton, zip 72110, or to Holy Family Mission at 65 Holy Family Mission Road in Moralton, 72110. 7.36, Fair, 61 at the KVOM Studios, our high today, 88 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, fair and 61 at the KVOM studios. Residents of the Moralton area and beyond came together Thursday night to celebrate the Moralton Rotary Club's 100 years of service to the community. The celebration featured a block party in downtown Moralton with games, prizes, food and drinks, and live music from Rodney Block. Attendees, which included several past presidents, also learned about the numerous projects and organizations the club supports locally. Current President Jerry Smith said Rotary members are involved in a variety of service activities. Most recently, we've been helping the Rialto with gathering bricks from um, the uh, building that burned over on um, Chestnut. They're going to use that for a patio behind the uh, Rialto. We uh, have helped Center for Exceptional Children with their playground and with the Luck of the Draw raffle. We help with the teacher appreciation lunches, Christmas lights at the depot, the basketball tournaments, landscaping projects. So um, just just a wide variety. The highway cleanup, uh, we, we do that as well. Rotary International Director Elizabeth Yusevic spoke about the impact the organization has made globally and congratulated the Moralton Club for the milestone and for the work they do to improve the community. That is no mean feat. That is not an everyday occurrence, especially in our world, where it's very easy to find good reasons that we are not alike, and yet you come together in spirit and in action and in common good for the community. And what I have seen here in Moralton is amazing. What I see is you care about beautifying this community, the projects you have done around town. You focus on youth development and leadership development. The program also included the reading of a proclamation from County Judge Jimmy Hart and Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer declaring the day as Moralton Rotary Club Day in Conway County and the city of Moralton. 
Inauguration activities for Harding University's new president kicked off in Moralton Thursday morning. Nearly 70 students participated in a 70-mile legacy relay from the original Harding College campus, now home to the Southern Christian Children's Home, to the current campus in Searcy. New President Dr. Michael Williams lit the torch at 6 a.m., and the first runner was on his way. Dr. Williams noted that the relay symbolizes the Harding story and celebrates the history of the college and its beginnings in Moralton nearly 100 years ago. As we look at the history of Harding, the journey started right here. It started right here in Moralton, 1924, when Arkansas uh, Christian College merged with Harper College in Kansas and formed Harding. And so in just commemoration of 100 years of history of Harding, we just thought in this inaugural weekend that we'd uh, stage a run to honor those founders. So the first 10 years of existence of Harding was right here in Moralton. Dr. Williams is formally being sworn in today as the sixth president of Harding University. The Conway City Council has approved Conway Corporation's request to start creating a new water source in partnership with Conway County Regional Water Distribution District to provide water to customers served by both organizations. The Log Cabin Democrat reports the council unanimously approved the request at its meeting this week. Municipalities in Conway County and the county's Quorum Court have passed similar resolutions at the request of Conway County Regional Water. Conway Corp., which provides water for all of Conway and other parts of Faulkner County, and the Conway County Regional Water Distribution District, which provides water for all of Conway County and the town of Perry, have been looking for a new water source due to the concerns of capacity at their current water source, Brewer Lake, and the rising populations of the areas they serve. Projections show the need for water will exceed the capacity of Brewer Lake by the year 2037. The plan is for the new water source to be built at East Fork of Point Remove Creek in Conway County. With approvals granted, the partnering organizations will now be able to start seeking a grant for funding to help create the new lake. The project is expected to take several years to complete. Today is National POW MIA Recognition Day. It's observed annually on the third Friday in September, though a lot of people don't realize that. The American Legion Nathan G. Gordon Post 39 in Moralton is trying to change that. Post Commander Jerry Ashby says it's critically important to the families of prisoners of war and those missing in action that their loved ones get the recognition they deserve for the sacrifice they made for their country. I've personally uh, been involved in repatriations of POWMIAs, and it's a, it's very touching. These families uh, go through a lot of heartache, and and uh, it's important, it's vital that the community come together and support them, let them know that they still care. The American Legion is holding two ceremonies locally this morning. The first one starts at 8 o'clock by the flagpole at the Conway County Courthouse in Moralton. The second ceremony starts at 10 a.m. at the flagpole outside the Perry County Courthouse in Perryville. All are welcome and encouraged to attend either ceremony. POW MIA Recognition Day was first observed in 1979 after family members of missing Vietnam veterans demanded accountability for their loved ones. According to the Department of Defense, more than 80,000 U.S. service members remain unaccounted for from all wars. Of those, 38,000 are estimated to be recoverable. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has named Winrock International to implement the $20 million growing value for producers through increased access to markets for Climate Smart Commodities Project. 
The project will support U.S. farmers and ranchers to increase adoption of climate-smart practices and capitalize on their climate value by certifying and monetizing results in commodity markets. Winrock's proposal is one of 70 selected for USDA funding from among more than 450 applicants. The five-year USDA project will develop and pilot a farmer-friendly system to generate producer-owned agricultural GHG certificates issued in tract in a public registry that producers can monetize through commodity markets for corporate buyers, enabling them to achieve and substantiate supply chain and net-zero climate claims. It will offer financial support and technical support to producers to adopt practices and participate in the market through sales of the certificates. At 744, let's turn to our community calendar. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a yard sale at the hospital's Hickey Outpatient Building. Today until 3, tomorrow from 7 to 1, all proceeds will support ongoing improvement projects at the hospital. There's another yard sale fundraiser going on today and tomorrow. 8 to 4 at the Lanny Community Building, Highway 287 in the Lanny Community, just east of Wonderview. All proceeds go to the Lanny Community Building Fund. You can call Jane, 501-208-7893 if you need to know more. And the Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday night at 7. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 745, fair and 61 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll have a visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School tennis team picked up two court wins in their climax with Clinton and Stuttgart in Fairfield Bay on Thursday. Camry Winborn won a singles match 6-2 over Stuttgart, and Callie Garrett won a singles match 6-3 over Stuttgart. Tennis team will be back in action on Tuesday. Marlton's ninth grade double pup football team suffered its first loss of the season on Thursday following to Conway Blue 36-14 at Devil Dog Stadium. Eighth grade team lost 34-8. Devil Pups will play at BB next Thursday. Marlton High School football team 6-2-0 start to 5A Central Conference play tonight when the Devil Dogs play host to Joe T. Robinson. The Senators are the defending Class 4A state champions and moved back up to Class 5A this year. They were conference opponents of Marlton's back in the late 80s and early 90s, and the teams last met in 2005 in a playoff game won by Marlton 24-0. Robinson opened its season with a 55-29 loss to Pulaski Academy before beating Forest City 28-0 in a weather-shortened game two weeks ago. The Senators were off last week, and this is their first conference game of the season. 
The Devil Dogs opened their conference schedule with a 42-27 win over Valonia last week after beating Russellville and Clarksville in non-conference play. Kickoff from Devil Dog Stadium is set for 7 p.m. We'll bring you all the action live on KVOM FM 101.7. Online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app as well as on the Marlton High School Dog Tracks YouTube channel. Pre-game radio coverage starts with the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas High School Game Day Show at 5.45. That's followed by the Devil Dog Coaches Show with head coach Cody McNabb at around 6.20 before we go live from the Harold Nichols Press Box at approximately 6.45. The other 5A synchro games tonight are Watson Chapel at Mills, Valonia at Pine Bluff, and BB at Whitehall. Perryville looks to bounce back from its loss to Bigelow in the Battle of the County last week with the Mustangs making a short trip to Little Rock tonight to face Episcopal Collegiate. It's the final non-conference game of the season for the Mustangs, and kickoff is scheduled for 7 p.m. Bigelow also plays its final non-conference game tonight before getting into conference play. Panthers go on the road to face center point for a 7 p.m. contest. And you can hear from Bigelow coach Luke Starks and Perryville coach Alan Fairbanks about those matchups in the Perry County Coaches Show airing at 5.30 this afternoon on KVON. Games involving other area teams tonight include Atkins at home against Jesseville, Pottsville at home against Little Rock Hall, Russellville at Little Rock Christian, Conway at home against Washita Parish, Louisiana, Conway Christian at home against Dirks, Greenbrier at Van Buren, and Mayflower at Clinton. Sacred Heart graduate Halen Holzman played her first collegiate softball game on Wednesday, garnering three hits and an RBI and a doubleheader for Cotty College against Fort Scott College. Coach Bobby Petrino returns to Arkansas on Saturday as head coach at rising FCS program Missouri State. A victory over the Bears will put the 10th-ranked Razorbacks at 3-0 for the second straight year, entering their robbery game against number 24 Texas A&M in Arlington, Texas next weekend. The Razorbacks and Missouri State kick off at 6 p.m. Saturday. Pre-game coverage starts at 3 o'clock on 99.3 and 105.5 FM, the Eagle. Another college action on Saturday, Arkansas State plays at Memphis, Central Arkansas plays at Idaho State, and Arkansas Tech hosts Washington Baptist at 6 p.m. in Russellville. The St. Louis Cardinals lost the opener of a five-game series with Cincinnati 3-2 on Thursday night at Bush Stadium. The series continues tonight when the teams face off at 7.15 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.20 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Arkansas Travelers scored three runs in the eighth inning to pull out a 5-3 win over the Corpus Christi Hooks last night in North Little Rock. The Travelers wrap up their season this weekend with three more games against the Hooks at Dickey Stevens Park. Game times are 7.05 tonight and tomorrow night at 1.35 p.m. on Sunday. Look at weather now on this Friday morning. We've got humidity right now at 94% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.11 inches. Low temperature this morning, 57 degrees. High yesterday was 90. A year ago today, the low was 64 with the high of 89. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 36.92 inches. Our sunset this evening is 718. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 655. And forecast calls for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 88 degrees. And tonight we'll drop around 63 for the overnight low. We'll have temperatures starting around 81 for kickoff or football tonight at Devil Dog Stadium and dropping to uh, low 70s by the end of the game. And then again, 63 the low overnight tonight. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 90. Low 90s again Sunday and then 
starting Monday, most of next week, will be mid to upper 90s for highs. Could have some record high temperatures set uh, for those particular dates. But and no mention of rainfall right now in the extended outlook. And currently, we do have just a few clouds and 62 degrees in Marlton, approaching 753 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Kevin Van Pelt, Ag Agent with Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Eric. All right, we are getting into uh, another prolonged dry period, unfortunately, yes. with our with our weather. Yeah, rain again. Yeah, we're getting, getting to that point again. So any uh, advice or anything for our producers out there? Uh, it's actually kind of a good thing right now for the row crop producers. Uh, you know, the corn, uh, most of the corn's matured. Soybeans are starting to, the leaves on the beans are starting to turn color. And, and uh, this dry, uh, you know, ha- hasn't been a lot of humidity the last few days. So this dry, warm weather uh, will help uh, dry the grain down. It's got to be, the, the you know, the grain's got to be down to, you know, uh, uh, at least below 20% or, you know, preferably down to 15% uh, moisture before they can harvest it. Uh, but uh, this will help. This weather we've got that we've had, and we've looks like we've got forecasts for another week, going to really help with that. Uh, producers will be able to get started on harvest uh, uh, and, and rolling pretty good. Um, it's not – I was really – it seems like the last two or three falls we've had dry weather. Yeah. And uh, the way we started getting the rain in August, I thought, well, we're going to – looks like we'll have enough moisture this fall to, to plant some cool season annuals and have uh, mm-hmm. good fall grazing. But now I'm starting to uh, question that. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's still early enough, you know, to plant cool season annuals. I mean, right now is the ideal time to plant, but without any mm-hmm. moisture in the ground, I don't know how long it would be if you, if you planted now before we'd get it up. But um, we – uh, definitely, you know, still try to do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, and hopefully for for those folks, we'll get uh, get some rain at some point, and, yeah. and it, um, will, it will cool down eventually. We're gonna get real hot again next week. It looks like. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but and I mean, it, even if we get some rain by the end of this month, and you've got some cool season annual planted, uh, in order to have some grazing this fall. Um, you would need to plant like rye um i'm sorry uh well you could use rye grain but uh oat rye grain oats or or wheat uh rye uh cereal rye is probably the least palatable uh, of the cool season annuals but you'll get some fall grazing out of it uh rye grass uh, you'll get more grazing out of that late spring uh you can mix that with the wheat or or oats but um one thing I'd be looking at if we get into October before we get any substantial rain is if you're putting uh, nitrogen out on 
these cool season annuals, I, I, I wouldn't put out more than 30 or 40 pounds to the acre of nitrogen, you know, cut it back to about half the rate because uh, we're not going to have a long enough period the rest of the fall for the plants to use it. Sure. Okay. All right. So a lot of, uh, a lot of good, uh, good tips there, as always. So Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works. Um, anything else? Any meetings or anything going on? Nothing? Uh, no, no big nothing actually actually having a meeting today with other agents in the river valley to plan some production meetings for this winter uh the only thing coming up locally uh cattlemen's uh conway county cattlemen's association has gotten back uh in this last summer having uh meetings every two or three months uh i think farm credit's sponsoring it it's uh, Hank DeSalvo's famous uh, chili dinner. He'll okay. he'll be sponsoring the uh, Conway County Cattlemen's Association meeting coming up. I think October sixth. Uh, okay. Still working on a location for that, but uh, I may cover some of these things I've been talking about there. Yep. All righty. Well, very good. All right. Well, Kevin, anything anything else in this morning? That's about it. Well, we thank you so much for coming in, as always. All right. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Kevin Van Pelt, Ag Agent, Coleman County Extension Service. It's 8 o'clock now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.